Hello, this is Michael Fanning with the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our short-form podcast where we'll be interviewing Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light, all in creating epic client service and work-life balance. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, the host of the Windermere Coaching Minute. And today we want to talk about how are you going to crush your goals in 2024. So here we are starting off in the new year, and many of you uh, probably have set some goals. In fact, maybe you have some big plans to change some habits. Maybe there's some dreams that you have that you want to accomplish for the year. Um, even some new goals maybe you haven't done before. So how do we make sure you actually follow through? I think that's the big question. And today I want to go through and basically share some tips with you that we help our coaching clients so that we can keep them on track and make sure that they're doing the things they need to do, both to have work and life balance and to be able to achieve at the level of success that they're looking to achieve at. And so one of the things we've noticed uh, from doing coaching is that um the general population will set goals at the beginning of the year and have all this intention and hype and motivation to make it happen. And then by March, a large portion of people are not doing what they said they were going to do. And they've fallen off the wagon. And one of the things we do as coaches, we help you get back on that wagon. And so I'm going to go through some of these items that we have found that when we see people uh, going above and beyond and achieving where they want to achieve, these are some of the things that they're doing consistently, that they're being helped to do, but they're doing them consistently. So I just wanted to walk through these with you. And so you might want to take out a pen and paper and write some of these down and ask yourself, are these some things that I'm implementing in my life and in my career and in my family and in my relationships so that I can maintain and also achieve the goals that I'm striving for? So the first one is simply this, is that when we set goals, so if you did business planning with us, you know, we really broke down your goals. So the first is to break your goals down into what we call smaller steps, right? So I'll just use a very simple metaphor or example. You know, if your goal is to run a marathon by the end of the year, you know, and you've never run a marathon before, that can seem pretty daunting. So what we'd say is instead, instead of focusing on running the full marathon, let's focus on maybe just first getting really good at a 5K. Can you run a 5K? Could you run uh, a couple 5Ks, maybe three 5Ks? And by the end of the 5Ks, are you feeling good? And once you achieve that, let's move to a 10K. Uh, then let's move to a half marathon. And so what we're doing, we're setting many goals along the way. So an example of this in real estate is you said you want to hit this, you know, you want to do 30 million in volume for the year, or you want to do 45 transactions for the year. That can seem really daunting. But if we break that down and we say, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we look at how much volume you want to do in a month? 
And what does that equate to in the number of transactions for that month? Maybe it equates to doing three transactions a month. And then what would that equate to for a quarter? Well, if I'm doing three transactions a month and there's three months in a quarter, well, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to do nine transactions for the quarter. And then what would that look like if I were to do half a year? And then what would that look like if I was at three quarters of a year? And what we do is we start breaking your goals down into small bite-sized chunks. And then that information needs to be somewhere where you're looking at it daily. So for all the listeners right now that are in real estate, how many of you actually have a whiteboard in your office where you've got your big goal, right? So the marathon, if you will, you've got that written down, but then you've broken it down. So in month one, what do you want to do? In month two, what do you want to do? In month three, what do you want to do? And so you've you've really uh, boiled it down to small bite-sized chunks. And then what we want to do is we want to track our success. So how are we doing, right? As we move forward through uh, our, our weeks and our months and our quarters, are we tracking it? Okay. So which brings me to the next tip. So you want to break your goals down into many, many bite-sized chunks. So your brain can actually comprehend it. The next step is this. Um, we need to make sure we're tracking our progress. And so are there tools that you're using to track this progress? So for example, how many of you are using a planner? So uh, maybe it's the Ninja Planner, maybe it's the Clever Fox Planner, but how many of you have a planner that you're using? Um, or even an app to monitor your consistency of your new habit. I know for me, uh, for my health uh, consistency, I have an Aura ring that I wear and I have an Aura app on my phone, or maybe you have your, you know, your a Fitbit, or maybe you have your Apple Fit or whatever it happens to be, but you're tracking your steps. But how many of you are tracking your daily successes and keeping track of it? So for example, if I have a planner, in that planner might say, hey, I'm, you know, I need to write my notes this week. I need to do my phone calls this week. I need to do my prop reviews this week. How many of you are actually tracking that success? You know, so you want to know how are you doing and are you doing things consistently every single day and seeing your progress, what it does, it provides satisfaction and it kind of keeps you motivated, right? If we're seeing that we're doing things and getting things done, it's keeping us motivated. The other thing I want you to remember is this. There's 52 weeks in a year. As a real estate agent, I want you to win 40 of your 52 weeks. And what I mean by that, when we say win a week, if I'm tracking my activities every single week and I've got a scorecard that let's say the scorecard adds up to 100, meaning when I do my activities, there's points appropriated to each one of those activities and all those points add up to 100. And at the end of the week, I have to ask myself, did I score 100? And if I didn't score 100, um, that's okay. It's it's rare that everybody scores 100 consistently, but at least 75 points or higher, if I've done that consistently throughout the course of the days and the week, then what happens is I've won my week. And then I can write on my whiteboard, you know, I have now won a week. So now I'm down to 39 weeks. And then I win another week and now I'm down to 38 weeks. Here's the problem we find is that a lot of people they don't win their weeks unintentionally. If you're going to not score in a week, do it intentionally, meaning go take some time off, go on a vacation, uh, check out and don't work. But a lot of times what we do is we get distracted. We get taken off course. Uh, we lose motivation. Uh, we lose determination. We don't have direction. Uh, we get confused and we unintentionally just don't work for that week. And then we realize we don't have business coming from it. 
So the other point in tracking your activities is also track and see at the end of each week, do did you win the week? And so for me specifically, I use a, a planner. And at the end of the week, it actually says, rate your week. How did you do on a scale of one to 10? And that means, did I win my week? And if I won my week, then what I'm going to find is my business is going to thrive. My family and relationships are going to go do, go well, not meaning that I don't have challenges. We're all going to have challenges, but I'm going to be able to weather the storm and I'm going to be able to do well because I'm winning my weeks and I'm running the activities and the habits that I know are going to give me the results. Okay. So, so that's tip number two is you've got to have a process and a means to track. And when we say track, we're talking weekly tracking. Uh, that's a very, very big one. The next one is this. Uh, you guys, you have to get accountability, accountability buddies. So tell a friend, a family member about your goals, uh, join an online community that has uh, clarity around, you know, we're all striving for the same thing. Um, having people to answer to helps gives you an extra push when you feel like slacking off. And this is why coaching is such a big deal, right? You know, uh, do you have a coach? Uh, do you have somebody that's holding you accountable? I know in our coaching community uh, with Winnemar Coaching, our clients are on scorecards, right? And, you know, we get off, we get on the call and we go, hey, uh, let's talk about your scorecard. Let's talk about your activities. And if you did them, awesome. What did we learn? If you didn't do them, well, let's talk about why. And so you want to have accountability. You need to have somebody holding you accountable because you can't go at it alone. It's difficult at best. So figure out how that's going to work for you. And we have some people that get accountability partners. We have some people that have accountability groups um, where they're checking in with each other. And this can be both business and personal related, you know, um, on how you do that. But you've got to have accountability. So number three is what is going to be your plan so that you can be held accountable to the activities you've agreed you're going to stick with, okay? Kind of like having... Um, uh, somebody, you know, if you're, you're like, a, you're going to the gym, so you're going to hire a personal trainer, right? They're going to hold you accountable to uh, making sure that you're showing up and you're doing the things. Uh, I, lo I loved, I heard a quote, <clears throat> a quote the other day, <clears throat> excuse me, that said, you know, uh, having a gym membership does not get you fit. Going to the gym gets you fit. Um, and, and so what I mean by that is there's some people that will hire a coach, thinking that, well, I hired a coach, so I'm going to do well. And that's not how it works. A coach can only keep you on track if you're willing to be on track. So if a coach says, hey, are you doing these things? And you start fooling yourself and make excuses, well, having a coach isn't going to benefit you. So that's one thing I want you all to also think about, right? Having a gym membership does not get you fit. Going to the gym and using the equipment in the gym consistently is what gets you fit. So keep that in mind. And then the last tip, the final piece, is you have to be patient with yourself if you slip up. You've got to give yourself grace, folks. Nobody is perfect. And so you're never going to do these things perfectly. And we know that change takes time, right? Um, and going back to the, the fitness kind of metaphor, you know, if you go to the gym today and then you look in the mirror expecting to see a body transformation, it's not going to happen. In fact, you can go to the gym for a month and expect a body transformation and most likely is not going to happen. But I do know this, if you go to the gym consistently and you keep doing it, eventually you're going to see a body transformation. It's going to happen. And so when you think about being patient and giving yourself grace, you know, if you miss a day uh, of running your habits, just get back on track the next day. 
don't break the chain. Um, you know, Jerry Seinfeld was uh, key in talking about this, where he said he just didn't break the chain, meaning he wrote a joke every day. And he never let two or three days go in a row where he didn't write a joke. And so I think many times what we see are people that, you know, they get off track. So they beat themselves up and they say they can't do it. And a week goes by, two weeks go by and they're way off course. Folks, you got to get back on track the very next day and don't dwell on the small setbacks. We're all going to have them. OK, and then uh, and then with this piece is also how are you maintaining a positive mindset as you work towards your goals? So how many of you have set routines? You have a great just power packed morning routine. You have a great evening routine. So, for example, for me, you know, I try to run as much as I possibly can the 2020 20 um, program from Robin Sharma out of the book, uh, The 5 a.m. Club. And so my day starts off with I get up in the morning. I don't look at my phone. I don't look at email. I don't look at text. I get up in the morning and typically I exercise and I cold plunge. Right. So I do a three minute uh, cold, cold water uh, submersion. Uh, and then I from there I get up and then what I'll go do is I'll do my journaling uh, or I do my video warm ups. And then I learn something. So I listen to a podcast. I listen to uh, some pages and maybe one of the books that I'm, I'm listening to. Uh, and then I get ready for work, right? And so I've got a really good, solid morning routine. And what that does is it gets me in a really, really great mental space in order to take on the day. So you want to have a great morning routine. And then do you have a great evening routine? Because one of the other things that's very, very important to having success both in business and in your personal life is to really take care of your body. And one of the best ways to do that is to get quality sleep. And so do you have a great evening routine? And by an evening routine, what we talk about is are you getting to bed regularly at a good time? Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to come back to this aura ring that I wear that I track. It tracks my sleep and my circadian rhythm. And it lets me know when I have optimal sleep and when I don't have great sleep. And so um, one of the keys to getting good sleep is to calming your brain before you go to bed. Uh, one of the great ways of doing that is following what we call the three, two, one. Uh, and this comes from Robin Sharma as well. He talks about, I think even Brenda Bouchard talked about this a little bit, but it's three hours before you go to bed, folks, stop eating two hours before you go to bed, stop working, and one hour before you go to bed, get off the blue screens. And uh, what that does is that calms your brain. Um, you know, you're going to park your brain when you go to bed at night. And I want you to think about this as parking your car. You know, if I'm doing 50 miles an hour, I cannot park my car. I've got to bring my car down to a very slow roll, almost to a stop, and then pull into the parking space. Um, your body's no different. If you're going 50 miles an hour up until you go to bed, you are not going to sleep well. And we need to sleep in order to clean our brain, to, to reduce cortisol. There's so many things that sleep does for us that there's a whole study behind it that you can, you know, go Google it and find out about it. But it's very, very, very important for our overall health. And so when you think about you know, taking care of yourself and giving yourself grace, it also has to do with set routines, right? So I kind of want to wrap this up. So those are four things to think about. Again, let's just review real quick. You know, break your goals down into bite-sized chunks. Don't take on a big, huge goal. Uh, make sure you're tracking your activities and tracking your success. That's a big, big thing. Using a planner, using an app of some kind. Um, the other one is this, get accountability. Have somebody that's going to help you through this. Uh, and then finally, you know, give yourself patience and take care of yourself, right? And, and set good boundaries, if you will. And I'll just say this, you know, consistency and patience are keys when we're making changes. You guys, you got to focus on the small steps. 
You got to track the progress. You've got to get support. And here's the big one, folks. Keep going. You know, we start and stop way too much. We have to keep be consistent and we have to keep going. And if you will follow this approach, you can make 2024 your best year yet. Right. So what goals do you have for the new year? Think about that. Share them. Right. Share them uh, with with your friends. Share them on social media. Put them out there. You know, I always say, hey, why do you want to speak your, your goals out loud? Because they become real. And by the way, there's probably other people that maybe have done what you want to do. Right. So I hope these tips help you kind of tackle your resolutions for the new year. And uh, I just want to say to all of you, stick with your goals. Believe in yourself. You know, you're in an industry where you can do some pretty amazing things in helping yourself and your family and the community. And we want to see you hit those goals as much as you possibly can. And if you want to reach out to us at Winnie Coaching, feel free to do that. We're happy to help you and give you tips and tricks on that. We want to tell you to, we want to say thank you for listening to our podcast. Hopefully you found this helpful. We'll put some key note, key uh, topics or these categories in the show notes for you. And we always like to end these like we always do by saying, be awesome and help somebody. And if you like what we're doing, please share it out. All right, everybody. Hey, make it a great day. Be awesome and help somebody. We want to thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. If you found this content interesting, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. Also, if you're a real estate agent with an epic idea and you're doing something great to create great client service or work-life balance, or maybe both, please reach out to us at fanning at windermere.com. And we always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.